0: hi everybody good to see you again or uh, be speaking to you again uh, whatever format you're getting this from uh, via um, whether it's from YouTube or via podcast it's just so good to be with you again and I'd like to tell you a little bit of a story about what I do each week so um, most of my income actually comes from gardening and looking after people's gardens doing uh, odd jobs around gardens and um, mowing some lawns, trimming trees, trimming hedges, weeding. I hate weeding. <laughs> um, but one of my particular gardens that I look after is actually a farm and a garden, and it's quite large. It's um, and I go there for like two days a week, and it's one of my favourite places to go to. And sadly, it's up for sale, and I think it might be getting sold quite soon. But regardless, um it's actually quite a long trip for me to take each week to this place and so because I live in Albany which is sort of north of Auckland and this garden in particular um, is in a lovely little country area called Clevedon which is in to the south of Auckland and normally it takes about 50 to 55 minutes um, drive for me to take and so I go there every probably every Tuesday morning and I leave quite early to try and beat the the traffic on Auckland's um, motorways and so I drive out there and it's dark and often I get there just at daybreak or just before sunrise and it's one of the most exquisite drives that that I do you know you're going over steep hills and through valleys and then there's a stream that runs alongside the road and um, little sailing boats are nestled into the bank it's just magic <laughs> but it's particularly beautiful on those mornings and particularly this week um, I was driving out there and because it's an autumn we're in autumn now and um, there was a lot of mist and sort of ground fog on on the paddocks and and on the river and the Sun was coming up and it was just oh just amazing and so often when it's like that I just have to stop the ute And just watch and just enjoy um, the beauty you know and as the Sun comes up um, the darkness starts to retreat away and it's light it's movement it's it's a time of transition from night into the day and um, the fog sits there and it sort of clings to the trees and there's dew and I know that within a few minutes it will all be gone Come back fifteen minutes, it will all be changed and gone. Now it's a special time of the day, and so many people miss it. You know, they're either sound asleep, <laughs> or they're, or they're perhaps they're getting um, busy and ready for the day, getting kids off to school, and getting ready, having breakfast, whatever. But by the time they have travelled on that same road, <clears throat> the beauty is gone. It's moved on, and it's never going to be quite that same. Beauty again nothing is the same <coughs> excuse me you know we we, we hurry by don't we um, and it takes like a conscious decision to actually slow down stop and take it in. and I think many people need to be seen behind the dark or even the daylight of their presentation see i like to look just a little beyond and it's a simple prayer and it goes something like this help me see them as you see them and when i'm talking about you i'm talking about jesus so help me to see them as you jesus see them and i wonder what would it be like to have the eyes of christ you know the eyes of christ that can look right through all the parades the charades all the games that we play you know to see under the mask of makeup and self-protection and recently I I took a flight in in an aeroplane (laughs) and of course I an (laughs) aeroplane and um, it's mandatory in public transport here in New Zealand at the moment because of Covid that everybody has to wear masks and I was sitting next to a complete stranger and I couldn't really see anything about them because they had their, their nose and their mouth um, covered up so there was a lot of communication I wasn't seeing I wasn't seeing much from the ear hostesses and ear, ear stewards um, because they had a mask on but I'd like to see more about people when I when I talk with them in the eyes of Christ um, they wouldn't be condemning eyes. Instead, these eyes um, are eyes that dance with joy and delight and joy. These are the eyes that um, affirm you with loving acceptance. They see the tears. They may even shed a tear with you. But they don't reject or abandon. And these are the eyes that have traversed the dark with you and they know that a new day is coming. They see something different from the experience that you have of yourself. I was with someone um, a few days ago and it was, it was a tender moment in the conversation and it was quite unexpected. You know, and Often good things often happen unexpectedly. We had been talking for a few minutes about a painful moment in their lives and then I see, saw uh, tears start to trickle down their face. And they were hurting and i felt inadequate and i was meant to feel inadequate i prayed help me to see them as you see them (laughs) and it was that moment of time between the darkness of the night and the dawning of the day the new day would then be would be them shifting out of deep conversation and into the business and activity of the day but there was the briefest moment uh, and i wanted to see the beauty and purpose uh, contained within it who were they becoming what was this moment of misty dawning awareness bringing forth for us to explore look i was both excited and still i knew that aslan uh, was on the move it wasn't safe but it was good and you, hopefully you know who aslan is it's uh, it's the character of jesus um, portrayed in a lion a large lion safe. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't safe but he was good and in the stories of um, of Narnia by C.S. Lewis and I'll have a quote about that later on. But sure enough 10 minutes later and was back into the functional day-to-day business. Let's keep busy to keep, a wa- keep us one step ahead of the pain of the night and the unknown. Recently uh, I saw quite a funny cartoon. Um, and there's a link to it in, on the blog post. Uh, the first image shows Simon the fisherman um, picking up a pack of business cards from a printer and the printer says to him here's your order sir a thousand business cards saying Simon the fisherman and he looks thrilled. You know Simon's like yeah got the business cards. <laughs> and the next image starts with a little caption later that day <laughs> And in the image, it has Jesus saying to Simon, Simon, from now on, you shall be known as Peter. <laughs> Peter looks a bit annoyed that he'd just got all these business cards and now he has a new name and identity. And this, of course, uh, the story refers to the encounter between Peter and Jesus that we find in John's telling of Jesus' story. Uh, here it is here. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard John's witness and followed Jesus. Now, the John that they're talking about was John the Baptist. But anyway, carry The first thing he did after finding where Jesus lived was find his own brother. Like, gotta do this. Gotta find the brother. <laughs> and finding his own brother, Simon, telling him, we've found the Messiah. Brackets. That is the Christ. The Anointed One. Yeah. We've found the Anointed One. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, immediately, he immediately led... Simon to see Jesus Jesus took one look up and said you're John's son Simon from now on your name is Cephas or Peter which means rock you see I think Jesus saw something in Simon and wanted to affirm it he saw something that others didn't see that 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 Peter probably or Simon didn't see in himself there was a vision of who Simon was to become. He was going to become like a rock of strength for the new move of God in the world. And you follow the story of Peter. And in Acts, you see him becoming quite a rock, a pillar stone of establishing this new move of God. You see, I wonder, I wonder if Jesus would suggest a name change for you. Maybe a divinely glorious nickname. Something to signify who you are becoming. What would that be, I wonder? Well, look, I know many people have changed their name. Often it's a bride and they change their surname to that of their husband. But I've actually known someone who changed their name completely. And they changed the name because their brother was well known in New Zealand for certain crimes. And the surname was not a common surname like Smith or Jones. Rather, it was quite rare to have a name like this. So they decided to change the name because of being constantly asked about their brother. They felt slurred with the association. So they changed their name to change an association with a particular story. You see, Jesus was saying to Simon that this is your new story. Or the new part of your story and it's beginning to unfold. Um, yes the business cards of fishermen might have suited you for a time but now it was going to be different. Jesus and in him saw a rock. Look someone once said to me I wonder what God will have me doing in the future and, and when they said this I felt, felt a little bit of sadness in my soul because I knew of all the deep deep work that they had been doing in their area of their life, and their soul. It wasn't about them getting ready to do something. It was more about um, who they were becoming. What was happening to them was change, and it was beautiful. As I got glimpses through the mist of their pre-dawn life, I became excited. Something was beginning to birth in them. It was a new person. Something, of course, would emerge as a doing out of their being. Look, it's only natural that there would be an overflow out of a full cup. But when we focus on the doing, we lose sight of the delicate artwork of the being that spirit is crafting. There is a mist, a river, a sunrise that we need to stop and look at, and then give thanks. (sighs) Look, I have heard many, many times, heard this many times, and it's sad and kind of annoying. A pastor, a church leader, a superstar prophet (laughs) flies in from overseas with much fanfare and bling and to give out a special word. And a word is given and people are told they're going to be great leaders and teachers. Healing, wealth, prosperity, freedom etc. And all of this sort of feeds the ego and a human desire for more more recognition, self-worth, a self-styled kingdom building. And look, how many times have people had their hopes built up by overinflated puffballs? Yes, you heard it, overinflated puffballs. And if I hear you laughing, great. (laughs) And then those, those hopes and thoughts and things, they just don't happen and you think, maybe you heard it wrong. Uh, perhaps you do, You need to do more. Uh, perhaps you need to follow the rules more, give more, and of course, sin less. And it all becomes an activity of doing more and more rather than discovering of becoming more. The vision and the word seem to be more about, you know, this, this vision that, and word that people pray and speak of you my observation is more about building up the organization than the organism and the organism I mean is you it doesn't go deep here's what I get excited about I get excited about millimeters <laughs> those tiny little, little little millimeters and those tiny little millimeters changes in the soul. You know, in, in writing to a church that was at risk of becoming really bound up in law and fundamentalism, Paul wrote about what it's about what to look for in one's becoming and not doing. It was fruit. And here's the passage which I've kind of adapted. <laughs> what happens when we live God's way? He or they bring gifts into our lives. Much the same way that fruit appears in the orchard, in an orchard and Look, I know what it's like to grow an orchard. It takes time. Years and years from the time you plant a tree, or you graft a tree, and you gotta wait season after season, and then the tree starts to produce fruit, a few fruit the first year, or after three or four years in the ground, and then it might be years and years and years of abundant fruit. And you can't stop the tree from fruiting. But let's get back to it. <laughs> they bring gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like love, affection for others, joy, an exuberance for life, peace, serenity, patience, a willingness to stick with things, kindness a sense of compassion in the heart. Goodness, a conviction that basic, a basic holiness permeates things and people. Faithfulness, so that's loyal commitments. Gentleness, not needing to force our way in life. Self-control, an ability to marshal and direct our energies wisely. And that's from Genesis, um, Galatians 5, 23. And it's kind of the, the message version. Look, when I'm in those tender moments of transition with people, those misty mornings moving from dark to day, I look for the millimetre growth of fruit. And I've seen fruit grow, you know, from a little flower and it grows and grows and grows. And I ask, how is patience growing in this person? Are they learning to be kind to themselves and others? Um, The fruit of love is coming along well, and they are so gentle with their tender heart. What about the joy that is starting to bubble through the rocks of pain? There's a new sense of peace in this person, and it's starting to settle on disturbed times. And I think to myself, yes, Aslan is definitely moving in this one. Here's some quotes for you to consider. Here's this big one about um, Aslan, my favourite line. (laughs) They say Aslan is on the move, perhaps has already landed. And now a very curious thing happened. None of the children who knew who Aslan was any more than you do. But the moment the beaver had spoken these words, everyone felt quite different. Perhaps it has sometimes happened to you in a dream that someone says something which you don't understand, but in the dream it feels as if it has some enormous meaning, either a terrifying one, which has uh, some inno- um, either a terrifying one which turns the whole dream into a nightmare, or else a lovely meaning, too lovely to put into words, which makes the dream so beautiful that you remember it all your life and are always wishing you could get into that dream again. It was like that now, at the name of Aslan, each one of the children felt something jump inside itself jump in its inside. Edmund felt a sensation of mysterious horror. Peter felt suddenly brave and adventurous. Susan felt it as if, as if some delicious smell or delightful strain of music had just floated by her. And Lucy got the feeling that you have when you wake up in the morning and you realize that is the beginning of the holidays or the beginning of summer. Don't you just love that? Ah, us Lewis Line Witch in the wardrobe. Ah, to right light, like, see us this. Lord, yes. <laughs> Richard Ross says this. God walks in God walks with us into our fears to feel them, to own them, to let them teach us. Whoa. Larry Crabb. my friend Larry Crabb. <laughs> a spirit inspired vision sometimes includes an idea of what a person could do, but it always centers on who that person could become and um, this is from Bruce Crowburn favorite musician <laughs> when your love is at a dangerous time sometimes you're made to feel as if your love's a crime nothing worth having comes without some kind of fight you got to kick at the darkness till it bleeds daylight some questions When listening to someone and you suddenly feel inadequate what is your first response to their becoming number two what are you gently curious about in the other what are millimeters of fruit growth that will fill you with intrigue number three was there a little phrase or sentence that i spoke in this um podcast or vlog or whatever you're watching doing how you're receiving is there a little phrase or sentence that really spoke to you. What whispered this is for you? Hey, um, thank you so much for watching or for listening. Just um, a big thank you. i just love to hear from you. Uh, email me, please email me. I really love to hear from my readers, my viewers, my listeners. It inspires me. It helps me to know whether I'm on the right track or not. It's just part of being community. <laughs> um, And from from last week's um um podcast or blog whatever whatever, um i got some really cool emails and they're so encouraging so please email me i really do like to hear and i will respond to you and just finally just a big thank you to those people who support um turning the page um via patreon or some other way just so 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 thank you so much for that and if you want to be part of that community it's um, just go to turningthepage.co.nz forward slash support. And until next week, I pray that you may have misty moments. Moments where there's a transition in a conversation and you sense that there's something happening here. And I need to to sit and watch and listen, listen for those fruits and encourage those fruits to grow okay thanks and we'll see you next week bye